Hello, everybody. My name is Tyler Freeman, and welcome to episode seven of the Ansel Army podcast. Today, I'm joined by yet another Ansel player, and this week it's James Stiller. James, how are you, mate? Very well, thank you, mate. How are you? Yeah, I'm not too bad. How's lockdown treating you? Oh, it's rubbish, isn't it, mate? Not very good, but well, at least we've got an end in sight now. Exactly that, but the end is in sight, but unfortunately for Ansel's league, not really, is it, to be fair? <laughs> Nah, it doesn't. Well, we're not starting, are we? But it's it's hard for us because we're 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 picking up picking up some kind of form. Um, but hopefully next season we can we can kick on and hopefully get promoted. Yeah, hundred percent. If we keep the same form, you as well, you you are flying. Everyone on the pitch just smashing it. So if we keep the same form, there's no reason we can't just push on. Yeah, I always uh, always say it to the boys that I'm unbeaten so far playing. So um. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Good ratio. You've got to like exactly, it. Exactly, mate. Yeah, I ain't lost yet. Exactly. I'd love to see it. But, you know, before we get into it, the Amstel stuff, we might as well talk about your team. You're a massive Millwall supporter. and Massive. Yeah, you did lose at the weekend. So. Oh, we, yeah. Well, I think uh, as a club, I think fans probably the most important thing to our, to why we do well. So. As long 100%. as we stay up, as long as we stay up this year, I reckon with fans back next year, I reckon we'll push on to the playoffs. Hopefully, I mean for Millwall this season, it's been a kind of on-off season. There was at one point where it was, oh, we might be able to push for promotion or playoff spots more likely. Yeah. So, what do you think's the outcome at the end of this season? Uh, we'll be marooned in mid-table, mate. Uh, well, because we started off started off flying, and then we went like 12, 13 games without a win. And then we won four on the bounce, and then now we're we've well we drew against Luton, drew against Wickham, and then lost to Barnsley. So it's just well, I, I can't see us going down. But I can't see us getting anywhere near the playoffs now. Yeah, you got a good side there as well. I just think pick <sighs> yeah, up got... a few more wins, and you you could get them playoff spots next year, which is likely. Yeah, we just need to keep everyone fit by by at least at least two strikers. That's what we're missing. The rest of the teams are all right, apart from a couple of strikers, but. Uh, yeah, I think I think if we keep Rowett, because I like Rowett, I think we can push on, definitely. That's good. That's what you like to see as a supporter, isn't it, really? Exactly, mate. It's a bit boring being in mid-table. Like, I didn't even watch the games that day. I've watched every game this season, but I didn't even bother watching it because I thought, oh, no, it's just no, no point now. It's one of them things, relegation battle, you can kind of, if you're invested in it, you obviously yeah. want the team to stay up, and then promotion is the same. You want them to go up, but mid-table, it's not really much happening. Yeah, exactly, mate. It's, I still, if I was there, I'd love it. But because all I'm doing is watching it on a on a, on a stream, uh, it's just I don't really think it's worth it anymore. It's all that eye follow, isn't it, and all that. Oh, Millwall's eye follow is absolutely terrible as well. It skips are oh, it's shocking. It seems the same with all of them. You just keep like yeah, it's absolute shambles. Yeah, it's all like replays when you want to watch the game, but you're watching a replay of a shot that's gone forty yards over the bar. <laughs> <laughs> right, we might as well just get into the Amtil side of things. So, yes, mate. How did you feel your season was going before it all kind of ended? Well, it was it was a bit of a late start for myself. I didn't I didn't start playing until what was it? Start of October because I don't know what I, I just didn't bother with pre-season. <laughs> um and then Martin was actually the one who contacted me to because I started training with the dev. Martin texted me to say, oh, I need you to come train with the first team. 
So I trained with the first team one game before the, or one training session before the Vars game away at Long Buckby. Yeah. Um, I remember I started left wing at Long Buckby, which I'm not the biggest fan of, if I'm <laughs> being completely honest. Um, good win that day. Massive. Good win that day. And then I remember speaking to Lee at training on the Wednesday after, play, put me to left back. And I think playing at left back, I, I love playing at left back. And I, to be honest, I've, I, I did better than I, I expected myself to, considering I've been out of like, that, that quality football for a couple of seasons. So, yeah, I thought, to be honest, I thought I was doing well. You are quite versatile in that aspect, playing left wing, left back. Is there any other positions you can play? <laughs> well, was, when I played Brampton before, where did I play then? I played everywhere then. But, yeah, most the most likely other position I'd play is centre midfield. Um, but I need to get a bit fitter to play there. So I reckon maybe next season I could could do a job there. There's a lot of up and down in the pit on the pitch. It is when you look at when you look at Will Barrett. He he can run for he can run a marathon. That boy. <laughs> so um, yeah, I'm not I'm not I'm I'm not not fit enough to play there yet. No, you did. Uh, you came in for that game at Long Buckby. Am I right in saying you got an assist? I did, mate. Yeah, I skipped past their, their centre-half, sweated it to Danny Butler, and Danny Butler missed a sitter, I remember. And then uh, I think it was Kieran Brazier came in to score the goal, I think. So I'll claim the assist. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we were the other side, and you hopped past a few and you just kept going. Oh, go on, son. I <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I didn't expect it, but yeah, I was, I was flying. Yeah, that's what we like to see. And then the game after that, what was that game? Uh, that was London Lions at home. That's it. Did you start that game as well? I started that game. I start. I think I played near to ninety minutes in every game I played. But uh, that game, yeah, I started left back. I remember, and uh, yeah, it was a good game actually. I enjoyed that one. That's good. You don't. You haven't really had a bad game yet, have you? Really? Uh, now nah, I think the worst game I played was the Vars game away at Stanway I thought I didn't I, I don't think anyone really played too well that day I didn't think we were as good well as we played all the other games but I think yeah that was the worst game I played because they I don't know it was weird because I couldn't get forward and that's what I'm good at I'm, I'm not a bad defender but I'm good at getting the ball out wide and putting the ball in the box so I think that game it just just didn't happen for me I don't think it happened for many of us we were uh, the players nah. on the pitch we didn't really get going did we we didn't, we didn't, but that's that's the sign of a good team and you just stick in there, didn't we? We st- stuck in there and then Jamie, of course, popped up with a goal and uh, won on penalties again. Yeah, what a win that was. That was. I preferred the, the Wolfenstow one was a better one, I think. Oh, I'm real. Uh, I loved that own game. The Wolfenstow game was brilliant. But uh, yeah, both both of the games was, uh, was wonderful. Yeah, exactly that. We might as well... We talked a little bit about Anton, but it might as well go from the start. Well, near enough. Uh, you did you did play for Northampton for a bit. Yeah, uh, how was that at an academy? Mixed mixed emotions and opinions for me because, of course, it's it's brilliant playing for an academy. Like I, I, well, I wouldn't say I loved every minute of it, but it is it's an experience because you're training as a kid like three three or four times a week playing games. So you're getting you're getting that routine of literally football is your life, and uh, it is brilliant because you're playing with everyone's as good as you when you're playing. You like I've, I've been to some amazing places with Northampton, like we went Barcelona on a tour. I've been to Tottenham's training ground, Stoke's training ground, and 
I'll be honest, Tottenham and Stokes are the best. Stokes is surprisingly unbelievable. You wouldn't expect um, it, would you? No, you wouldn't. But you, yeah, you, you go to places like that and you're walking around and you're walking around, you walk past people like Peter Crouch and people like that and you're like, like you feel like you're, you're a professional, really. Yeah. Um, but then when you get released, like I did at 16, it kills you because then you're like, you're lost. No confidence after that, is there? No confidence, mate. No confidence. Because you can go... When you get released at 16, they have things like exit trials. So everyone... Because everyone gets released at the same time. They they say, oh, you can go to X, Y and Z and there's clubs looking at you. So I had like MK Don's message, like email me or email my dad. I had Peterborough. And they were like, yeah, well, we want to look at you at the exit trials. And I was like to my dad, no, I don't want to go because being told no twice would ruin my career even more. Yeah. And um, so I just left it. And when I left, I, that's how I found Amptil. And look at me now. Shining. <laughs> yeah, exactly, mate. Yeah, uh, you did join Amptil under-18s after being released. How was that coming from, obviously, a successful oh. academy side to then winning two so... of Amptil? <laughs> it's funny, really, because... I remember leaving Northampton. I was like, I just want to have, have a bit of fun. So I was, because we were, I was playing, I was under 16s at the time. So I was playing two years up. Yeah. And uh, I remember the gap. So I remember we got into three cup finals. We were doing terribly in the league. I don't think when I played, I don't think we won a game in the league. <laughs> but I remember we got through to an adult cup final. So we were under 18s, but we got through to one of the adult finals. Yeah. And uh, I remember we got battered in the final 4 0. And that was the first cup final. And then we had one, the County Cup final at Bedford Town. And we were playing Harland and we were top of the league, I think. And uh, we went 1-0 down and it was the first half. And I was playing terribly. I lost my head. I remember Gaz coming into the changing room oh, no. and having a go at me, just me. I remember him having a go at me. Oh. And then we come out and I got two assists and one free one. So Gaz can, take a, Gaz can take a little bit of credit for that. <laughs> and then... We had another one. We had a final at Amptil. We had a final at Amptil and we were 2-0 down. And I remember we were 2-0 down just for our time. And Finn Lamb, if he watches this or listens to this, he'll remember he scored a volley and it was unbelievable from outside the box, a volley, top corner. And we come out second half and battered them on 1-5-2. So, yeah, it was it was a great, great last because that was all within like a couple of weeks at the end of the season so that was great 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 end to the season and really that's what kicked start with me into Ampton really yeah and then it did help you got Gary watching you as well and then different yes exactly mate yeah because he he took he was the manager I think at that point um with yeah I think he was he he was taking over because he was my first manager as Ampton he was my first manager before I think he was chairman and manager but I can't be 100% on that. Yeah, uh, the season after uh, you won your Cups and things like that, you did join yep. Emil Hempstead, balancing your time yes. with as well. What was that like? Yep. Oh, that, was an, that was a good experience as well because non-league is non-league. Like, Amptil and Hemel is there's a there's a difference, but there's not there's not a hell of a lot of difference. Like the grounds aren't too much different. But I remember because I used to it was like a scholarship type thing down there. So it was like we'd train three times a week and then do learning two times a week. Yeah. And yeah, that was good because we were, we were playing like so Hemel under 18s. We're in the Floodlit League, which is quite a good standard. 
yeah. on a Thursday night. So that's why we were playing. We were playing our games on a Thursday, so that's why I could still play for Hampton on a Saturday. But then I'd be training with Hemel first team uh, some 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 weeks, and getting I got on the bench a few times for the first team. Uh, played a couple of friendlies for them, and yeah, the, the the thing is the difference. The main difference between Hemel and Amptil is the the level of fitness that the people have. Like you're training and you're constantly running, constantly, and like everyone, like you're. I was blowing, and this is when I was 16, 17 so I was I was fit back then, and I'm still blowing because the intensity is so much higher than what it is at Amptil. But um. Yeah, it was a good experience. And again, that's that stood me in good stead for where I am now. Even now, Hemel Hempstead, they get lots of great players. Like even at the moment in their midfield, they've got Samir Carruthers, ex MKD, yeah. Oxford. Yeah, they do. They, I remember they, they used to have a lot of, because the manager when I was there, his name was Dean. And he's now managing in the conference somewhere, but he used to get players on loan from Wolves, on loan from Watford. Like, and they're, they've trained every day for like the last, what, well, whenever so they are so fit so yeah it is it is a good experience it seems it as well they're a very like established mm. club aren't they really they are yeah it is it is a good club down there as well run yeah i mean after a few games at hemel Hempstead, you did unfortunately fall out of love with football do you reckon yes. there was any reason you could pinpoint with that i think mate to be honest it was the case of like well, I, tur- I was turning 18 so I was allowed to go down the pub, <laughs> you know what I mean? But I'll be honest, I'm being honest, so that's probably what it was. And I had, so from the age of 10, when I was at Northampton, I was playing football at least four times a week up until I was at the age of 18. So football was the only thing I ever knew. So like, I didn't really, I wouldn't say I fell out, of, I, I did a little bit, but I think it was just more of a case I wanted to cut down on football and just enjoy other aspects of life. Um, and it's only till I started playing Frampton again, what in October that I've started loving playing football again that's a good thing to hear mm. yeah exactly I think to be fair it's probably down to the team like I, like all the boys like the team like the camaraderie what we have at that at the club at the moment is probably what's making us play so well because probably in previous seasons I have to like, it's a bit like not no one falls out but they don't get on, on as well as we all do now like I can't say anyone doesn't get on with anyone in that team now so um I think that's probably what's pushing us on. Yeah, it's great to see. And like, especially this year compared to last season, it does mm. seem there's much more togetherness with the squad. Yeah, I think I think Lee's probably got a big part of that. Um, but like Jamie and Ross are like best mates outside of football. So they're always going to be together. And I think everyone's just like got into it. And especially the, the cup run on the Vars. I think that's brought everyone together because we had good coach journeys down. We like we could all have a beer after the Walthamstow game with all the fans. Like it was, it was just. I think it all brought us closer together. Yeah, not just the players on the pitch, even fans and that sitting on the coach after an away FA Vars game. Exactly, mate. Singing it along is. to some tunes and stuff like that. Brilliant. <laughs> exactly, mate. Yeah, it was. It is a good laugh, and that's that's why I love Ampton because it is serious. Like it's good. It's a good standard of football, but we can all have a laugh as well. And I think that's that's why all of us are enjoying it so much. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you did, when you uh, took a break from football, that was when you did get your Millwall season ticket. So, yeah. I'm guessing your focus was away from playing and more just watching, wasn't it, really? It was, yeah. So, really, my Saturdays were taken up by travelling up and down the country, watching some shocking football played by Millwall, really. 
And uh, but I love I loved every minute of that. Like I wouldn't I wouldn't change that. And I think like I think that's um yeah helped me. So um yeah, it's it's not been it, it, I don't know. It's hard. It's hard. But I, I yeah I did I did I did enjoy watching Mill on a Saturday. But I was still playing football on a Sunday. So oh. um. So yeah, so yeah, I was still playing on a Sunday league, but I, I don't like Sunday league. I really don't like Sunday league. It's a bit dodgy, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's like the pitches are terrible. Yeah. Um, you turn up at 10, 10 o'clock on a Sunday morning. That's not exactly uh, not exactly fun when you're hungover, <laughs> and the quality is not good either. Either you're pissing it down with rain. Yeah, you're playing on the pitch. Literally, you're playing on mud baths, and I can't even say I'm any better on a Sunday because when I play on a Sunday, I feel like a Sunday league footballer. Like I can't kick a ball, I can't run. Like literally, just poor. It's just for them people that just want to keep fit, but just don't really do any running and that. So they kind of exactly, mate. Yeah, Sunday league. Just yeah, because we we made a mates we made a team of all our mates like when we so when we were eighteen we all we all we all put in some we like well we're not playing none of us so we'll make make a team mm-hmm. and like uh, it it just hasn't got, like the first season we actually did all right like we we finished second in the league I think it's because we were all eighteen at the time and we were all like oh well it's good but now like we always turn up like ten players we never have enough to play and it's just a, it's a chore more than an enjoyment. You just got uh, ten of the players on the pit. Oh, it's absolute carnage, isn't it? Really, it is. It is. And then we all start arguing, and it's just yeah, it's not fun. <laughs> ten players, and then you there sometimes have a goalkeeper. I've got one of your mates in goal. Yeah, exactly, mate. But then you did obviously join back out, which we were talking about, and have yes rekindled your relationship with the game, really. But and yes, you are, mate. you do look like you're enjoying it. Yeah, mate, I'm I'm loving. I've loved it to be fair since I've been back. It's it's been it's been class, and I think it helps that we've been winning as well. Yeah. So um, yeah, like because winning, there's nothing better than winning. So um, when we win and we scrap a point away from home, and yeah, I think the only downside of my amateur career so far is getting sent off. Oh my god, we need to talk about this in detail. Yeah, none we of do. us were at the game, but oh, mate. I got a call oh, from Roger and he was like, oh, yeah, JT's been sent off. I've gone, what? <laughs> mate, absolute nightmare. So what happened was, I remember there, so we were 2-0 down and we were playing terrible, like terrible. And uh, we went, got it back to 2-1. Then we equalised and their manager said something to us, like, I won't repeat it on the podcast, but something along the lines of you're, you're rubbish, blah, blah, blah. How have, you oh, this right. How have you let this team do this to you, to his own team? So then when we got a penalty to make it 3-2, I turned around to their manager and was like, I gave it back to him. Let's just say that. I gave it back to him. And I think the lino thought I was giving it to him. Oh, no. So I was like, so I thought, oh, I might get a sim bin because I think, and then... I was like, I saw the red car come out, and I was like, what? <laughs> and I was, I was choked. I was like, no, how is this a red card? So I went and spoke to the ref after the game. And I was like, yeah, I just want to confirm that I wasn't doing it towards you. And they were like, yeah, all right. And, and then, yeah, I've, I've just got the text today from Gaz and I owed the club £55. Pound. £55? Pound. 55 quid, mate. 55 quid for a fine. 
Are you joking? Just for that? I'm not just for that. <laughs> so yeah. you, you were giving it meant to be giving it back to the manager. Lino's kind of yeah. in that sight, and you've just given it. It looks like you're giving it to him instead. Yeah, yeah. That, that is what's that happened. That is awful. Yeah. I at least won the game though, really. Exactly, it won the game, but then I was suspended for the vast. Oh yeah, that was that kind of confused me in a way because normally you see suspensions just carry on through the league. And then yes, yeah, it got through the vase. Yeah, through the vase. We tried to appeal it, but we weren't allowed to. So I missed the vase. I was that, gutted about that. Like, I was gutted. Yeah, that game. I think there was another suspension, wasn't it? Tom Beasley as well. He had Tom a few yellow cards from the vase. A couple of yellow cards in the two games of the vase. Yeah, he was suspended for it as well. What was your so thought on that tackle at Stanway? His tackle. It was good. It was a good tackle. I thought. Uh, but then again, it is football, isn't it? It is, it is um, football nowadays. Like, what would VAR have said about that? Yeah, he may. I mean, he kind of the guy. He did injure himself badly, and he's on the return. Broke his ankle, didn't he? Yeah. But he did kind yeah. of roll about like he'd been shot. Oh, he did, didn't he? He did. He did. But um, yeah, it was it was one of those, wasn't it? Where he got the ball, Tom, but he probably caught caught the man as well. And it was unlucky. It's unlucky for the for the player who's injured as well. But that's football, isn't it, really? Exactly that. I mean, you know, it's one of them things. He's. I'm glad he's recovering well and that. But yeah, we did win the game. So. <laughs> we did, mate. Exactly. Yeah. Is that what? So you did mention Walthamstow was probably your favourite game. Is there any ones that are maybe a close second? Uh, I'd say Walthamstow is my favourite. And then I enjoyed London Lions at home. I enjoyed that because the atmosphere was quite good, even though it's just a league game. I remember Danny scoring the winner. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, the atmosphere was quite good that game. But what other ones have we had? Langford at home because all my mates were there that night and I played well that night. I remember oh, we won 3-2. Three, 3-2, three, two. Three, two, wasn't it? I got all three assists for Jamie. Jamie scored all three. Unreal partnership. So, <laughs> exactly, mate. Exactly. So, um, yeah, I'd say I'd say them three games, as well as Stanway, because Stanway, just because we won, I'd say London Lions, Langford, and yeah, Walthamstow is my favourite. I feel like league games have been massively underrated this year because of the bars run, but we've had oh, a yeah. few decent games in the league. Oh, we were we were doing all right in the league in the end. I know we lost the two games. I remember the week before I. The Vars game, we lost to Shefford and lost to Bill. What team was it? Buckingham. 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 Yeah, and I remember they're the only, they're the only two losses we had all season. I it must be, are. I think. I think they are the only two losses we had all season. I, we beat. I, I know I weren't playing, but I remember we beat Irish at the first game of the season. Look at them now; they're flying. They are. So, or were flying, I should say, because the streak yeah. stopped. But you look at you look at our standard going into next season because. Like not just myself, Darv's Darv's joined, Tom joined. That's three 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 new players. I think all of us have all of us hit the ground running. Um, as soon as we joined, really, and that's that's a testament to the squad as well, accepting us all. Um, and then yeah, we come in. And I think going into next season with the squad we've got, maybe a couple of additions because you can always fresh freshen up the squad. But yeah, maybe a couple more players. And I reckon yeah, we we should easily be going for top four, easy. Definitely a credit to Lee as well. He's turned it around really well and you see it's oh. a lot better as well. 
Yeah, like I've, I can't say anything about man- the previous managers from last season. I think some, I didn't know him, but Lee, Lee's been brilliant for us and brilliant for me as well. So, um, yeah, he, he does and he, he knows the way we all want to play. And, uh, yeah, like you look, we, we went away. So we, we we win and we draw in different ways. Like we played played well. We didn't play too well in the first half against Langford, but we won the game. We played well against London Lions and they were a good side. We won the game. We went away to New Salamis. Who are a good side at home, yeah. hadn't lost at home, and we went and drew two all the way to the M. Like, no one expected us to get anything there. Like, I didn't even, like, I'll be honest, I didn't even expect us to get anything there. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you you look at it, we, we were flying. And I think if we would have carried on without the Vars, because the Vars, I think, was a bit of a distraction in the league, even though we were still doing well, I think without the Vars, we would have, uh, I easily think, I think we could have got top four this season. So, going into next season with Lee, with all of us, I don't think anyone's going to leave. So yeah, I think I think we've we've got to be up there with the favourites for the league. It definitely helps the fact that Lee is like around about the age of quite a few of you, which is good as well, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. He knows he knows how we are really. He knows he knows how we are. So yeah, it is good. These I, I didn't realise until someone told me he was only twenty four. I think he is 23, 24, Yeah, twenty three, twenty four. I I was shocked. I'm not saying he looks older, but he acts older than twenty three, twenty four. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah. before we do wrap it all up, it's been great to speak to you. But yeah, I do great. ask all the guests, and you might know if you've listened to a few of them. But if you could describe Ampletown FC in three words, what would they be? In three words, <laughs> all right, I'm gonna go together, funny, and mm, uh, what's my last word? Passionate. Oh, that's decent. That funny's in the Yeah, because it is a good laugh down there. Like, I love it because you've got all you boys beyond the goal having a laugh. You've got the old boys who sit up and have a beer. Uh, and then you've got all us who always have a laugh. So, yeah, I'll say funny. And then the passionate because you've got you on the sideline as well. And then you've got <laughs> us on the pitch. You always like a bit of a bit of a bit of a rap, don't we? We always like a bit of a bit of a chit chat and a bit of an argument on the pitch. You've got to love it. Aggression's key. Yes, <laughs> exactly, mate. Exactly. Yeah, and before we do finish, I'd like to give a massive shout out to Eric, who most people might know from maybe uh, giving everyone the tickets, paying the money to him to get in entry and stuff like that. He's done around 400. He's done well on his bike and stuff like that in lockdown, keeping himself busy, which is a massive credit to him. So well done, mate. But well yeah, done, mate. James, it's been great to speak to you. Yes, mate. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's been an absolute pleasure. That's been episode seven of the Amsterdam podcast. I'll see you soon. Bye. I'll see you soon, mate.